Hi everyone, welcome back to another lesson. We're talking about the side effects of metformin in this lesson. So we're going to talk about a brief introduction as to what metformin is and what it does, and we're going to talk about the side effects that can happen from taking it and why those side effects occur. Let's first talk about what metformin actually is. It is a medication used to lower or reduce blood glucose levels. So it not only is used for diabetic patients, but it can also be used for other patient populations as well, including patients with polycystic ovary syndrome. It lowers blood glucose levels by several mechanisms. One of them is by inhibiting gluconeogenesis in the liver. Another one is by inhibiting glucose uptake from the gastrointestinal system. And then another one is by increasing insulin sensitivity. So by these three mechanisms, it can reduce blood glucose levels. Now, the problem here is that metformin may cause a variety of mild and or severe side effects. We're going to talk about those in this lesson. And there are certain patient characteristics that increase the risk of actually getting side effects from taking metformin, and these include the following. Having liver disease, having kidney disease, having heart disease or a recent myocardial infarction, being a heavy alcohol consumer, and having a previous allergic reaction to metformin. So having these patient characteristics can increase the likelihood of you having certain side effects from metformin use. Now let's talk about those side effects from metformin. One of the biggest ones we're going to see with metformin use is diarrhea. So most times the diarrhea is going to be a watery diarrhea or a softening of stool. And we can look at this by looking at the Bristol stool chart. So type 4 is what a normal stool should look like. But with metformin, we can see type 5, type 6, and type 7 stool from the Bristol stool chart. And diarrhea is so common that it is actually one of the most common side effects of metformin use. Roughly a third of patients will have diarrhea from metformin use. And really this percentage is probably even higher than this. And it occurs in a dose-dependent manner. So oftentimes metformin is started at a lower dose. Patients will get diarrhea and then the diarrhea will subside. That side effect will go away and then the patient's primary care provider will increase the dose of metformin to a higher dose and then the patient will get diarrhea again and then that diarrhea will subside until the therapeutic dose is reached. So again what often happens is the side effect of diarrhea will subside and improve with continued use of metformin and then the practitioner will increase the dose of metformin, the patient will get diarrhea again and then that will subside. Another common side effect of metformin is flatulence. So this is increased gas and bloating. This often occurs with the diarrhea. And this too is a common side effect of metformin use. Alternatively, metformin can cause constipation. This is going to be less common than diarrhea, but it can happen in certain patients. So constipation in this context refers to reduced frequency of bowel movements and or increased consistency of stool. So again, we can look at the bristle stool chart. Type four is the normal stool. And then with constipation, we can see type 1, type 2, and type 3 stool. So that is going to be something that may occur in some patients who are in metformin. But again, diarrhea is going to be more common. Now, metformin can also cause nausea and vomiting. And nausea and vomiting is actually one of the most common side effects of metformin use, occurring in upwards of 2 to 3 in 10 patients who take metformin. So again, roughly 30% of patients are going to experience nausea and vomiting. So those are going to be the most common symptoms, diarrhea, abdominal pain, along with that diarrhea, and nausea and vomiting. Now, a very significant side effect that can occur with metformin use is lactic acidosis. 
So lactic acidosis may occur in certain patient populations taking metformin. This is actually the black box warning with metformin. So this is the significant condition you want to be aware of when using metformin. So there are particular patient populations that are at an increased risk for getting lactic acidosis, and these include those with liver disease, so especially those with cirrhosis, kidney disease, congestive heart failure, and then those that are on other medications, specifically carbonic anhydrase inhibitors, so topiramate is one of them, and older patients, patients over the age of 65, and those who are heavy alcohol consumers. So all those patient populations are going to be at an increased risk for getting lactic acidosis from metformin use. And then patients who do get lactic acidosis can have symptoms of lactic acidosis, including fatigue, respiratory distress, among other signs and symptoms. If you want more information on symptoms of lactic acidosis, please check out my full lesson on that topic. Metformin can also cause heartburn and dyspepsia. So metformin can lead to an increased acid reflux in epigastric pain. And chest discomfort may also occur as well. We can also see dizziness occurring with metformin use. This may be simply due to taking medication. So a lot of medications, when you take them, oftentimes can cause dizziness. It can be a common side effect of many medications. But it may be due to metformin-induced orthostatic hypotension. So metformin can lead to orthostatic hypotension. So that means that when there's a postural change, if someone is going from sitting down to standing up very quickly, they can have a drop in their blood pressure and this can cause them to feel dizzy. So that is orthostatic hypotension. So metformin can cause this, and that may be the reason why dizziness can occur in some patients who are on metformin. Headaches are another possible side effect from metformin use. So they may occur with metformin use. And again, it is a common side effect of many medications. Like dizziness, headaches can often be side effects of many medications. But paradoxically, metformin may act to suppress pain pathways, leading to a decreased risk of migraine headaches. So in some patients, it may cause a headache, but in some other patients, it may actually help reduce their migraine headaches. So this can be a very interesting point to note here. Now, another long-term side effect of metformin use is vitamin B12 deficiency. And as I just mentioned, Deficiency of vitamin B12 is associated with long-term use of metformin. So a lot of times patients will get on metformin for their diabetes control and they'll be on it for a long period of time. But the longer they are on metformin, the more chances that they will become vitamin B12 deficient. So because of this, they are susceptible to getting signs and symptoms of vitamin B12 deficiency. These include macrocytic anemia, so anemia where the red blood cells are bigger in size. Fatigue and depression are some symptoms that can occur with vitamin B12 deficiency. And then there are some neurological symptoms from vitamin B12 deficiency, including peripheral neuropathy. And neurological symptoms from vitamin B12 deficiency are very, very important to recognize because they can become irreversible if this is not treated properly. So these neurological symptoms include peripheral neuropathy, but some other symptoms as well, including postural stability, two-point discrimination, and some other symptoms as well. Again, if you want more information on vitamin B12 deficiency signs and symptoms, please check out my full lesson on this topic. Now, we can also see a possible side effect of hypoglycemia with metformin use. So hypoglycemia is a low glucose level. Although this is very unlikely to occur, metformin is going to act to 
reduce gluconeogenesis and uptake of glucose is not going to really cause a very low level of glucose in the blood, but it could in very rare circumstances, especially when metformin is used with other diabetes medications or after excessive alcohol consumption or exercise. So those are going to be the times when we're going to see metformin possibly causing hypoglycemia, but most often we're not going to see this as a potential side effect. And with hypoglycemia, we're going to see hypoglycemia symptoms, and these include blurry vision and fatigue. Some other side effects of metformin use include weakness. This is also known as asthenia. So muscle weakness and fatigue may occur with metformin use. So the muscle weakness and fatigue can be related to the metformin, but could also be related to some other side effects of metformin we've mentioned before, including that vitamin B12 deficiency-associated anemia. So that anemia may lead to fatigue as well. So there can be some additional effects from other side effects. And with metformin use, interestingly, it can increase the risk of certain respiratory infections, particularly an increased risk of upper respiratory tract infections has been noted in patients on metformin. So upper respiratory tract infections include respiratory tract infections above the larynx. So that means that these are going to be infections in the nose and in the throat. So we can see an increased risk of respiratory infections with metformin use, but this is an association. So this doesn't necessarily imply causation, but there is an increased association with respiratory tract infections of the upper respiratory tract and metformin use. Now, some other important side effects of metformin use are taste changes. Oftentimes, a patient will describe a metallic taste in the mouth when they're on metformin, or they may also have sensation or taste of acid or sour taste in their mouth, which may be related to the heartburn we mentioned earlier on in this lesson. And then some patients may describe altered or reduced taste. So metformin can cause some taste changes or disturbances. Either it can reduce or alter the taste of certain foods and beverages, or it can lead to a metallic taste in the mouth or have an acid or sour taste in the mouth. So oftentimes this can be a side effect that a lot of patients on metformin may describe. Metformin can also cause myalgia. So myalgia is muscle aches and pain. So this can occur with metformin use. And with this, muscles may be tender to touch. Diaphoresis is also another side effect of metformin use. Diaphoresis is excessive sweating. Rhinitis can also occur with metformin use. So rhinitis is inflammation of the nose, and this can lead to a runny nose and nasal congestion. But this may be a more rare or uncommon side effect of metformin use. So if you want to learn about other drugs and their side effects, please check out my pharmacology playlist. And if you haven't already, please like and subscribe for more lessons like this one. Thanks so much for watching, and hope to see you next time.